Today on the Chat and Chew Show. This show, we're going to discuss three of the biggest mistakes that single women make. Are you single, dating someone serious, or in a situationship? Whether you're taking a break or are knee-deep in the dating game, today's show will help you to evaluate your strategy and prepare for the one. In this episode of the Chat and Chew Show, Betty will share with us the top three mistakes women make while dating. And just like you, Roxanne will be hearing this list for the first time, recalling her own mishaps as a member of the Single Ladies Club. Get ready, Chat Tribe, for one eye-opening discussion. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chat Two Show. My name is Betty. And I'm Roxanne. <laughs> and we are glad you are here with us this morning. Well, I don't know if it's morning where you are. It is morning where we are. And uh, we are uh, just so excited that you have clicked on and joined us. There are literally millions of podcasts and YouTube <laughs> YouTubers out there. And that you clicked on this one, we say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Just so you know, this show is designed to empower you to do your relationships better. And uh, we want to give you tips and tricks and tools and things to think about to help you uh, navigate through relationships. If you think about this, every part of your life, there is a relationship in your life, right? And sometimes in those relationships, it can go really, really good. And then there are times when they can go south real quick. And so we want to be able to assist you. So let's just think about in your own life, what relationships you're in. So we always laugh, like I'm a mother and a wife. <laughs> um, I am an employee. Mm-hmm. My manager is on my nerves, but anyway. <laughs> go ahead, Roxy. <laughs> I'm a daughter. Okay. <laughs> and a um, sister and an auntie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. And, but we're also in relationship with, you know, the, uh, the mailman. That's one thing coming to my mind. <laughs> yes, we are. And I'm, I'm in relationship with my food delivery people. <laughs> and also I'm in a relationship with my retailers um, who need to get my clothes here in good time. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, it, I mean, if you think about it, everybody is in a relationship and we want to do relationships really, really well. Um, especially our close relationships, because you know, at the end of our lives, it's going to be the people that we've connected with that are going to be by us. And so we want that to be not a time when you're like regretting, I wish I had, I wish I had it, but we, we, we're spending our lives, um, you know, just really, really enjoying each other. And so that's what this show is designed to do. Well, if you are listening to this in February of 2021, you know that this is the time where we celebrate love. <laughs> and we're talking in particular Valentine's Day. And so um, we want, you know, this is just Roxanne and I, we don't have a special guest because this show, we're going to discuss three of the biggest mistakes that single women make. Stay tuned.
so today we just want to talk about and tackle some of the three uh, of the mistakes. There's tons more, but we're just going to like highlight three of them. And uh, the person that we're going to interview is Roxanne. <laughs> and Roxanne, you want to just tell us your story, where you are on the whole dating story? Yeah, well, you know, thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I am divorced. I've been divorced for about, it's going on five years now, which I cannot believe. I cannot believe it. I'm live. And so he, here am I, uh, still dating and still trying to find the right one um, after five years. And let's be real, it hasn't been like I've been looking for five years. Uh, of course, it's been like healing time and all of that. So I would say probably for now, like three years, I've been trying to figure that whole dating thing out. And I think the first year, it was just how to get my feet wet and, you know, like, how, like what do you wear because I was also like married and like in the church and everything and not that church is not good for dating but it's like you don't think like how do I dress to attract another man like a man yeah. oh yeah um and so it's like okay when you're dating don't put on that sweatsuit and <laughs> like go everywhere in it because <laughs> I'm I'm definitely like a cute and comfortable dresser like I'm not the one who always walks around in heels and everything um, so I, I would say like one year was just figuring that stuff out. And then I had like a couple of years of just figuring out what I really want. And that's been mm -hmm. trial and error mm -hmm. of just dating people and being like, oh, this is nice at first. And then going, oh, wait, I don't like that thing there. Okay. Let me add it to my list, you know, and then, <laughs> and refining that list. I don't have a huge list, but it's just really understanding what's important to me. I had to learn some of that while being in relationship with people. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so just uh, some of the ways that you've been, uh, dating, have you been like, uh, cause you know, we're in a pandemic right now. So are you, do you feel comfortable sharing? <laughs> I have done the online dating thing. And if you saw, have seen some of our um, episodes from season one, you'll, you'll hear some of my horror stories. Uh, <laughs> and then, and that was probably like my getting my feet wet phase. Um, okay. And then I have, I did meet someone in person, in live and in person before COVID, um, which I didn't think could happen anymore. Cause it was just like, how do you meet people? Yeah. With everyone on the phone and all that. Yeah. Um, and that was like a good experience as well. Mm -hmm. And learned a lot there. Um, and then I have actually had people slide into my DMs on. <laughs> so if you, if you've seen the show this month, you know what slide into DMs mean. <laughs> So I was feeling, it, it made me feel kind of young. I, I felt like, oh, okay, I'm like, keep it up with everybody because somebody's sliding in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's been interesting. I think it's, I've had to learn to just be open um, and then have my own way of just kind of vetting people because, yeah. because they are coming through so many different um, channels now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, would you say that you have dated or <clears throat> been in a relationship? This is pre-married, married, and then post-married, uh, that with healthy guys, would you say? No, but I would say because I yeah, no. <laughs> I would say it's a um no, um a harsh no, but I also think part of it was like me not knowing myself too, mm -hmm. um, and not knowing where I was unhealthy. So I feel like their relationships. 
um, pre-marriage and then a little bit during like a little bit part of my marriage too where it was our dysfunction that attracted us to each other oh wow okay right and so it's like we work well because we can these dysfunctions match what mesh well and it's like we're together on this um and then when I got started to grow and get healthier and reflect it's like oh this is not good this is mm. first of all, it's not healthy for me to be this way and then it makes me it opens my eyes to understand why I'm attracted to those people mm. and then um think about okay where do I go from here because you know it's not always like you have a discovery or um um revelation and then you go okay I gotta leave you because I just learned something new about myself right right but it it <clears throat> took um like me growing and learning how to just be healthier with myself mm. and then it was a series of setting boundaries and then mm-hmm. people kind of fell off that okay. way because it was like the like people who were unhealthy were like not willing to go along with those boundaries and that's how I learned, oh, okay, so we really were together because I was dysfunctional in that way. I was dependent on you in this way. Wow. Like either I needed your validation, I needed something that mm-hmm. wasn't healthy for me to want. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. that I don't need that anymore, we actually don't work. Mm. Wow, that seems pretty scary. Because, <clears throat> you know, you um, you want to be in a relationship and then you like you discover something, you're like, I have to make a move right now. I have to either stay or leave, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, a lot of times people just stay and then they're miserable or it gets worse and worse and worse and worse until it's knocked down drag out and you're like, I should have left 10 years ago, you know, kind of thing. So that's pretty brave of you that you're like, okay, it's time to make some decisions and, and move on. All right, so let's get to these big mistakes. The first mistake that a lot of single women make and you kind of alluded to this already, they don't love themselves first. They are looking outside for someone to fulfill them. Do you remember um, that movie? Um, I forgot what it was called, but he was like, uh, you complete me. Oh, Jerry Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, we all fell for that. Mm-hmm. So then we start, all started living life as a half a person waiting for this other half to come and to fulfill us and to complete us, but that could never, that can never happen. That. Yes, that you, first of all, you came out the gate swinging. You didn't want to start off. (laughs) (laughs) You don't love yourself. Okay. I know really. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's so true though. Um, And it's, and it's like, I'm going to, those phrases, like I'm going to find my better half. Yeah, and you know all of that, and it's like, no, you need to be whole, yeah. a whole person. Yeah. And now here's the thing: all of us have baggage that we would that we're gonna bring into a relationship. All of us have holes in our souls, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think that a person can fulfill that for you. So, for example, if you are a woman who um, you struggle with body image. Mm-hmm. And you have pain around that. When you invite someone into that, you're going to invite them into your pain. And he's never going to be able to tell you, you look good enough. No, you're not fat or you're not skinny or you're not tall or you're not this. But because you got pain around that, you're looking for them to solve that. They cannot. So as Iyala says, you got to do the work. (laughs) Right. And it's exhausting for 
that person, person, right? Because they have to keep feeding that insecurity that you have. Uh, and I know one thing when I was in relationships, it, when I didn't love myself, it was also hard for me to take criticism. So you know how you have to have those discussions with your mate to just compromise and figure out how you guys work together. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if he would say, I don't like, you know, when you do this, it meant you don't like me as a whole person. And <laughs> like, I, I'm nothing. And it just went so far in my yeah. head, but it was because I didn't love myself enough to just take, you know, um, criticism at face value. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you just, it's like, oh, I don't like, you know, this meal tonight. Oh, I can't cook at all. You know, <laughs> I'm just, right. I just don't like potatoes. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like you can't cook. Right. So yeah. it's, it's exhausting for your, your partner to want to, to want them to complete you. Yeah. It, yeah. It's exhausting. Like, uh, again, you working on and loving yourself means that I look at every part of who I am, personality, my craziness, my whatever, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the person that I am right now. Um, Hopefully, if there are things in our lives that are not healthy, that we're working toward changing them, but you got to be okay with who you are. Uh, I think some of this comes with age too. And I could be saying that because because I've noticed <laughs> how I am at this age than when I was 30 years ago. Like 30 years ago, I mean, I had so many holes in my soul, but as I've gotten older, I think I've learned how to like, you know what? This is me. <laughs> I can't be anybody else. Their job, that's taken. I can only be me, right? So I think, again, one of the biggest mistakes is as a single woman, is that you are not loving yourself. Loving yourself also means that you're not waiting for someone to go buy a house. You know, I, I need to be in a relationship before I go do this, or um, I, I want to go on a trip, or I want to enjoy this, but I got to have a, a man uh, to go, you know, those kinds of things. So not just uh, loving yourself, like loving your personality and, and how you look, but also loving yourself enough to do things that you enjoy. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that, like definitely, because I also find too that when you do those things for yourself, it it raises your own standard of what you'll accept from a Mm. man too. Mm -hmm. Because if you're waiting on them and like you're you're not doing things for yourself, um, whatever they give, you're like, oh, he finally came and gave this trip. And you know, it could be a trip to somewhere you never wanted to go. because somebody came along and gave you something yeah you know you're excited and he gets points for just doing you know this bare minimum thing that's not even catered to your personality yeah but if you're doing things for yourself and and you know what it's like to be cared for even if it's you caring for yourself Mm -hmm. someone else comes and it's not that (laughs) yeah you know you'll you'll feel it like you're a little more sensitive to that yeah yeah so I would, the advice I would give you, <clears throat> if you're like, well, I don't really know where I'm at. I do love myself. I think, you know, why don't you just sit down and I'm old school, get a pen and paper and just start writing down things that you enjoy, things you enjoy by yourself, things you enjoy doing. Forget about, I don't have the money or I don't have the t- forget about all of that. Just start writing down, you know, what you enjoy. So at least you can have it in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoy this about me. I'm funny. I can cook. 
mm-hmm. uh, you know, or uh, I, um, I'm a good friend or I'm a good listener. Just start writing down, mm-hmm. you know, what you're good at and what you enjoy and be okay. This is, this is who I am, you know, uh, and I think that'll help solve the problem. All right. Mistake number two. That single women oftentimes will block or sabotage a relationship. <laughs> so a guy comes along and he's a good guy and he's like showing interest and you carry this, I don't need no man, mm. right? Like, mm. you know, it's like, hi, can, I don't know what guys do now, but let's just say, cause you, hi, can I have your number? You're like, what you want my number for, right? What is that? <laughs> what is that? Why all he like, looks at you across the room and you're like, what you looking at? Like, why you <laughs> So the thing, what you're giving off says to them, oh, she don't want to be bothered. Uh, do you remember when we uh, did our live, uh, live show and we had uh, Bridget <clears throat> and Bridget was talking about how a lot of times the, the look on your face, like if you're walking around smiling, that's attractive. But if you have like a scowl on your face, then that's unattractive. It's the same kind of thing. You, you want to present yourself in a way that, see, I'm really old school, that you're not a floozy. <laughs> not a floozy. <laughs> but you're open. Could you explain floozy for the audience, please? <laughs> <laughs> see, again, I'm just like so old school. Um, I just think as a female, you should present yourself in a way. See, I know people going to they're going to be like, you so old fashioned. I think you should see this is me not laughing at myself. I think you should present yourself in a way that um, how you want to be respected. I'm gonna leave it there. I can't. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So, so when I say be open and friendly, I'm not talking about be open and friendly. You know, I'm just like, yeah, I'm single. Not putting everything out there. Right. Right. Yeah, you know, there was a survey done. This was on the radio, um, but this is like maybe a year ago. They were talking about, they did like a survey to ask men, um, where it, like, would you be more, like if, in real life, not <laughs> looking uh-huh. at stuff, but in real life, you know, what's more attractive, a woman that's showing more of her skin and all that, or a really well put together woman just mm-hmm. from head to toe. And, and they, the majority actually said someone who's put together, well put together from head to toe. Okay. It wasn't the skin necessary. It was like the fact that she cared for herself um, and, and really had, you know, nice matching outfit, whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, I guess that's what I mean. I, I'm, and I didn't think skin like, yeah, but I, I know I'm old and, you know, things are, you know, different and, and change, but um yeah, so you want to be careful with that. You know, you don't want to block and self-sabotage. Um, my husband was scrolling on Facebook the other day and I was sitting next to him and he was like, what is this? And I leaned over and it was a woman who had her butt up in Facebook on you know on the screen, shaking her butt. <laughs> and, I, and he was like, I'm, I don't know, defriend her, block her or whatever. She was an older woman. And I thought it was so weird that you would be on Facebook shaking your butt. <laughs> Man. So my thought is, to me, it's a, another sign of sabotage. 
Mm-hmm. If, if she wanted to be in a healthy, loving, caring relationship, would her significant other want her shaking her butt on Facebook? Or what kind of person is she attracting? That's like looking at her shake her... Roxanne, <laughs> it was crazy. Shaking her butt on Facebook. Again, that's another way of self-sight. There ain't no good man out there. Well, I don't know if your man wants you shaking your butt on Facebook like yeah. that. That's real. That's real. And it's, it's unfortunate because I think people do what they see a lot of and they just, they do it and then think about it later. Um, but yeah, it's real. You ain't thinking about it later because if you did, you would have took it down. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I, I feel like if, if that was my husband shaking his butt on the Facebook, <laughs> I'd be like, what the? I know. I know. And unfortunately, there's just like, there's a culture of that that does exist, unfortunately, that she is not the only one. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. Yeah, they don't come through, they don't come in my feed. So I don't see Me what neither. They- I'm like, okay. <laughs> when I, I'm like, oh, if I, if I do, I'm like, oh, I need to unfollow you. Cause there's yeah. some stars that do that. That's cause there's some, um, actually some really big, um, artists that do that, that I follow just cause I like their music. Right. Yeah. On Instagram. And then it's just like, okay, there are too many like butt shaking videos. I'm going to have to unfollow you. I really like your music. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> I just don't want to see your butt every <laughs> time. Oh, every time. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to know what was behind that song you wrote. <laughs> <laughs> and now I know it's your butt shaking. <laughs> But to me, that's another form of self-sabotage because a is. good man don't want to see his woman's butt on Facebook shaking like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> another way that single women self-sabotage, they get a good man, they've never had one before and they treat him like dirt. Yeah. And they do every single thing they can See, I knew you wasn't going to stay. I knew you were because you treat me like dirt. <laughs> you say anything to me. You talk to me like I'm your child or you try to treat me like I'm your girlfriend and not your boyfriend. Guys and girls are different when it comes to, you know, relationships. And uh, that's another way of self-sabotage. And you may not even know that you're doing it. Yeah. You know? Like a part of you that's like, this is going to end somehow. So yeah. let, just, let me speed it up. So right. I don't want to be in control of it. Yeah. Let me speed this up and end it because I don't want to get, you know, too excited. Yeah. Yeah. Work out. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're still carrying baggage from the former relationship. Yeah. You're in a new one now. So now you, you think all guys function like your past guy did. Yeah. And so now you're going to treat, well, you, you're not going to treat me. <laughs> like this one did so yeah. before you start that then I'm gonna start treating you some kind of way you know what I mean and I think that's why it's important to um heal from past relationships yeah we, like before you go looking I mean sometimes we stumble upon a new one and we weren't looking yeah. it just comes but I think it's important to have an idea of what your triggers are yeah you know okay when someone starts doing that's a trigger for me mm-hmm. so maybe instead of me treating you like the person who um, did that to me I actually have the conversation with you hey this is a trigger for me because so yeah. so I don't want to treat you that way yeah but just in case I slip into my old habits yeah I let you know this is a trigger for me 
Yeah. So that way you're not controlling that other person's behavior and treating them like the previous person. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you open up a space where you can grow out of that as well. And they yeah. can be accountable. Yeah. I, I think you said something that's key. And this is can be difficult if you didn't grow up like this. Communication is going to be huge. Yeah. When you notice something, then be able to talk about it. You know, even if you don't have the words to express it or the language, just to be able to get it. I don't know why I feel this way when you, you know, uh, you know, at least you're getting it out. You're not holding it back. Uh, again, because all of us want to be in a healthy relationship with somebody that we love, that loves us, that we cherish, that cherishes us too. And you don't want to go into it like, like a bulldozer that <laughs> knocking them over, right? Because that's not going to stand. You want to be able to, it to be strong in the stand. And a lot of times it, it's not that person, it's us. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's how we act in the thing, you know? Yeah. And we- I know for me, I'm like, I will shut down in a minute. And I have to be aware of that. Like anything, I don't like conflict at all. Like nothing. <laughs> you left a sock on the ground. So I have to recognize that about myself and be able to say, hey, you know, give me a moment, (laughs) you know, uh, and and be able to say, this is how I feel, this is what I think, or accept criticism, you know, instead of shutting all the way down. So figure out what your thing is or what, like you said, what some of the triggers are so you can notice it, you know, and be healthy. Sometimes you need outside help to help you recognize yourself. So I'm all about therapy. Yes. <laughs> talk it through. Yeah. Like you, so you need that person to be like, is it me or, <laughs> or was that, you know, like not good. Cause I think that's good. Whether you're in a healthy or especially if you're in an unhealthy relationship um, to just, have get outside of your own head sometimes yeah have that that conversation with somebody yeah Yeah. Uh, you know uh, this these these thoughts are coming in my head as you're talking about like your self-sabotage is hard to recognize so i just wanted to talk through a few things that could be self-sabotage and so roxanne you could uh, give us some things too so a guy opens the door for you and you're like what you holding the door for me for you know (laughs) or a guy offers to like he's going to take the tab and pay for dinner this may not be a big deal but then you're like what you think i don't have any i mean every time he tries to do something you got something to say about it yeah that that's one way of self-tabotaging yeah you don't want him to take up space because then if he goes then you're like oh you you don't want to have to miss him right 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 really what he is yeah also if you want to know examples of self-sabotage you could watch any tyler perry movie he has <laughs> i mean seriously <laughs> literally like all his movies all his movies <laughs> are about women self-sabotaging <laughs> um but what's another i think another one is you know back to that communication is not talking so like shutting down is a form of self-sabotage like you know when you get to a point where it's getting kind of serious Mm-hmm. and you go and for some reason you just disengage with the mm-hmm. person that you're dating they're perfectly mm-hmm. good person you enjoy yourself 
but you you feel the emotions and decide to disengage. Yeah. Maybe you don't respond to their text messages anymore. You don't call them back as quickly or, you know, you you actually actively look and ignore mm-hmm. their messages mm-hmm. so they, to make sure they know that they don't have you like that, you know. That right. <laughs> that's self-sabotage. Uh, that's it's okay. weird. You like the guy. Mm-hmm. You want him to know he have you, but you don't want him to know he have you all like that. <laughs> Yes, yes. Or you don't express your feelings. Yeah. Maybe you wait to express your feelings and it's maybe somebody who's obviously cares for you and maybe has told you how much they care mm-hmm. and you refuse to return the mm-hmm. favor and you know you like them. Right. Because if you say it, maybe it's too real if you actually tell them. Yeah. Care about you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And what's the worst that can happen? I mean, I know you can have a broken heart if it doesn't work, but just think about the love that you've missed by spending the energy not trying to build a relationship. Yeah. You know, you, you experience love. I mean, all of us have had heartbreak, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you. I think you just miss so much. You grow in yeah. it too, so. Yeah, and I heard someone say, like a, um, one of those like relationship therapists say, you know, you're human beings, you're going to hurt each other. Even in a perfectly healthy relationship, you're going to hurt each other. If you want love, understand it just comes with that cycle of getting hurt, communicating, get o- getting over things, yeah. getting hurt, communicating, getting over things. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It's, it's part of the cycle. So it's, if you're, if you're cutting yourself off from love and a good relationship thinking you're saving yourself from getting hurt, yeah. You're really not like you, you, it's worth the risk. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. want it at all. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right. So, so far, two things, three mistakes that women make. The first one we said is not loving themselves or looking for someone outside to complete them. The second one we said was self-sabotage. Now the third one, and this is, uh, I'm gonna have to explain it that you even doubt that a good person can come into your life. Like there's this thing in the back of your head, like there ain't no good people around, you know? Uh, and so for me, this probably sounds weird, but when you carry that with you, you're not attracting, <laughs> you yeah. know, good people to you. Cause you yeah. you have this like unbelief, you know, uh, that this could not really happen for me. Yeah, and you're putting that energy out there. It's, it's mm-hmm. again that the power of the mind, mm-hmm. and you don't, you may not even notice that you are um, adjusting your own behavior mm-hmm. to fit that belief. Mm-hmm. So if you think, oh, there's no good guys out there, then like I honestly, I I think I had a period where I felt that way, right? There's no good guys out there. Mm-hmm. Well, because I thought that way, the guys that I noticed were the not good guys (laughs) you know what I mean like I like in my mind I'm like there are no good guys out there or actually some I'm sorry to be more specific with mine I always thought there was a certain kind of guy who was always gonna try to talk to me it was gonna be Mm. the guy that always just you know wanted one thing and wasn't trying to commit and blah 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 Mm -hmm. so guess who I always noticed yeah yeah, like, I could walk in a room and be like, oh yeah, I know he's on, you know, <laughs> you know, but I would ignore the guy who would come up and have a regular conversation. Yeah. Be very interested in mm-hmm. what I had to say and all of that. 
And um, I would actually not recognize that he was striking up a conversation because he was very interested. Mm-hmm. And my friends would have to tell me afterward, you know, he really likes you, right? Or, you know, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, I'm like, what? <laughs> and like, everyone could see it but me because in my mind, I'm like, I know the kind of guys that, you know, yeah. try to talk to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's like when you buy, like if you, I don't know if this ever happened to you, like if you bought a car, like a certain color car, like if, or a certain make and model, once you start driving that car, then you notice all of those cars, yeah. right? Like, oh shoot, that's a red Honda like mine. That's a red Honda like mine. Yeah. You know, kind of and I, uh, it's the same kind of thing. You carry that with you. That's what you're going to start recognizing. That's what you're going to yeah. notice. Yeah, yeah. I call them mental hashtags. Ah, <laughs> I like that. So it's like if you have if you have like that hashtag, you know, hashtag, you know, all guys suck. Then you're gonna find all guys. All the guys that suck. <laughs> <laughs> so then that means that so to change that, you got to do uh, something called reframing, mm-hmm. and that means that you're gonna be changing the dialogue that's in your head around whatever yours is. If it's like, there is no good man out there or every man cheats or, you know, every man only wants one thing, you know, kind of thing. You got to start changing the dialogue that's in your head, you know, around that. And it's not easy to do. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think though, if you tie all three of these things together, you, it, you do find yourself in a better headspace. Cause one of the things that helped me a lot, um, after divorce and going through that, okay, what am I looking for right now? was when I learned to love myself, I kind of had the, got this idea of like, okay, wait, you know, people always say I'm looking for love. I'm looking for love. Mm-hmm. But when I learned to love myself, I kind of got this idea. I, I felt like, no, I am love. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for companionship. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you ha- change the idea of what that person has to be for you, Mm, then it you don't have to put so much of a harsh meaning on like what you know guy all guys are this or all guys you know you don't all that meaning doesn't have to go behind <laughs> a man yeah. like you going out and looking to to find someone to be with yeah um, so i think that's part so putting the three of them together i think this is a great list guys yeah. you know guys i didn't know this list until betty told me <laughs> so so I'm discovering with you, um, but yeah, this is a great list. Cause I think if you put those three together, then you, you, you have a, you feel better about yourself, you know what you need, and then you have a better idea of what you're looking for mm-hmm. when you go out and you, and I think you'll put that energy out, like loving yourself and being filled with love yourself is a great energy to put out. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't even have to focus on what that other person is doing <laughs> yeah 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 if i could i would have added another thing too along with that the list is also being vulnerable i think is another thing especially like black women who's who've had to fight and you know we got to make it and we got to raise the kids and we got to do this you know and we perceived as being super strong and so that's what we carry with us too yeah and so uh when you are around you're trying to attract the guy and you're trying to act like a guy yourself, <laughs> you know, that could be another big mistake uh, too, but. Yeah, I had to learn that like a, being able to ask for help and yeah. let letting other people do things. 
Yeah. Because also, you know, that guy is like, okay, what does she need me for? She does everything. Right. right. I'm trying to like at least open the door for her. She's like, how need you open the door for me? I got a hat, you know. She's like, why am I here? I don't know. Right. <laughs> right. And, you know, I think with all of this too, like we said, reframe is one of the things, but unlearning mm-hmm. how we do relationships. Yeah. How relationships so I you know how did it work for you in the past how you have done relationships if it didn't work then let's make some adjustments yes yeah going forward that's good that's really good (laughs) yeah Yeah. sometimes you need a friend to tell you you need to adjust that or a therapist to tell you (laughs) (laughs) that's good yeah nice yeah well Three mistakes that single women are not going to be making anymore. (laughs) And again, uh, February is the month of love. And I think the biggest takeaway from today's show is loving yourself. Yes. You know, (laughs) figure out out what that is. So anyway, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. You want to tell people where they can find us? Sure. You can find us at Chat and Chew Show on Instagram and on Facebook. And also, if you are watching this on YouTube, um, you can go ahead and subscribe and also press the bell to get notifications when we have new episodes that come out. And um, if you haven't already, share it with a friend because other people need to see this. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. (laughs) We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. This episode is brought to you by the Chat and Chew Company. Host, Betty Jones. Co-host, Roxanne Brew. Producer, Vanessa Outland. And music by Elwood Jones.